The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. What is up, fellas? I'll tell you what's up. My units in NFL. 10.35 units this weekend. Beautiful 8-1 and one card. I needed that because I had a rough 7-8. and eight. I should have been probably 11-5, and five, but I tripled down on some teams in college. It killed me. Uh, I was writing my own death sentence by doing it. Um, so note to self, won't be doing that anymore. But NFL, I had it. I knew it. And I cashed it. What about you, fellas? Look at look at you, man. Well, I, I'll tell you my number, even though I don't want to. College, two and eight, live from Vegas. A fat two and eight on Saturday, but I went plus a couple units on Sunday to basically break even. So I can't say I'm angry. And my significant other was hot, and I mean hot by multiple signages for some jackpots out in vegas so overall great trip i got to meet Derek stevens out at circa hang out out there for a couple hours beautiful time beautiful place can't wait to talk some football i'll tell you what we got to keep sending you out on these business trips i mean you're just beating people next up greg peterson get in line find them i looked i looked for him in the studio i didn't see anybody in the studio i want to go put my face on any glass and be like considered a a weirdo vagrant peeking in there to the studio. So that's fine. Hey, just tell them you're Tim, you're with Tim Murray. They'll let you yeah. right in. That's two weeks in a row, Q. We got we had J Cam out there. Maddie went out there. Man, notebook wagering lives out in Vegas. Betty Messiah is out there. Man, we got everybody out there. Hey, you got to spend money to make money and spread the brand. That's how we do it. Jason, how was your weekend? It was terrible. I was on the wrong side of both college and NFL, like every brutal game. I was in. So uh, it's one of those weeks where you kind of just realize everything's going to go wrong, no matter how well you think you were going to do. And uh, you move on, try to get some back with some live bets and got a little back, but uh, definitely was down on both. I didn't even do the calc because I was so mad at some of those endings. And, uh, um, uh, we'll but, take care of that. Now, it's, absolutely. It's, no, it's another week. We move on. We move on. We move on. Few You're goals. not going to ask me about my week. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I knew- <laughs> I, King, listen, I, I had a great Sunday morning. I got up real early. I just did it. We busted out a great show. J Cam man, we were on fire. What a great show that was. Hey, we, we called it. We had some technical um, difficulties, so we apologize. The show got out really late. But, you know, what we said was you could listen to us to see if we were correct on some, and some we were, and some we were way off. I mean, my Pittsburgh Steel. oh, I'm going to bash the Steelers tonight. I can't wait for this. Uh, but, we, you know, we had fun. We had a great show. I, I enjoyed doing it with Jason, and um, I had a pretty good Sunday. College, again, I'm not great. I don't have my numbers right in front of me right now. College is not good. I got to heat up in college. I had a good day. Uh, Sunday, I'm up units. I'm up like plus six right now. I think I'm I'm 14 and nine right now in the NFL. So teaser kings, 
well and alive, and I can't wait to get after this card. So let's get after it. Yeah, I'll uh, before we go. I, I'm sorry, Smitty. I gotta apologize. So Smitty's like a six year old when it comes to math. So I gotta add all his stats up. So that's why I, it was in my head because I had added them up. So I was like, oh, he already said it. So I apologize. For that. I got it. I had it. I had it. <laughs> I don't have the. I don't have the great app, and I don't want to make mistakes. So we're no. all good, man. Fourteen and nine. I'm on fire right now in the NFL college. I'll I'll post it. I get, you got to live. Hey, when you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, well, you're not. I will post it. Nobody's hot in college football right now, countrywide. It's just. Uh, I'm going to try this weekend. You know, I'm Chuck Person. I'm going to keep firing, 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 baby, all weekend. All right. Moving on, like Jason said, we're going to move on to week three in the NFL. We're going to knock out some games here. Um, but Smitty had a good good question, so we'll bring it up. He posted on the chat, I mean, on the Twitter. We need to get more people to interact with that. I mean, that was unacceptable. I think we only had like seven or eight people. Come on, people. Wake up. Interact with us. All right, so he asked, um, the most overrated 2-0 team to start, and it, the the poll was either the Carolina Panthers at 2-0 or the Cardinals at 2-0. What's your guys' quick thoughts? Carolina Panthers. Only because I still can't trust them completely as an all-around team. They, they're actually very surprising and very good on defense, but they played two subpar teams, in my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I am in no means on the Cardinals bandwagon because I still can't trust them either. And Kyler looks amazing. He's already the MVP front runner. They still have no running game, in my opinion. So he's going to have to keep slinging it. He's going to have to keep dropping back. That's a little worrisome. Carolina looks good, though, because Darnold has seemed to take in a new home, which gives them life. And I think if you look bigger picture, I actually think Carolina stands a better chance to maybe squeak into the playoffs just because the NFC West is so hard, but I still think they're the overreaction. I still think they're the, the bigger uh, push early. Right. Yeah. right. Sorry, yeah. No, good. I was just saying right direction though for Carolina. Absolutely. Yeah. No, the defense is number one in DVOA on both rush and pass. So it's really good right now. And uh, people seem to be confused by the scheme. I think you've even heard Drew Brees mention it a few times on Sunday Night Football that they're running a college scheme and no one really knows how to attack it quite yet in the NFL. Um, yeah, Arizona is a little bit better, a little more balanced on both sides of the ball. Um, if Carolina finds a running game, like they're terrible in line yards, they're terrible in running back yards, and their sack rate's okay, though. Um, they can get right there. So, I mean – the NFC South is a little bit – looks a little bit softer than it looked like it was going to be. The Saints got some questions. The Buccaneers' secondary looks pretty bad. Falcons look terrible. So, yeah, it might be open. I think, what, this division, the last-place team has won it or, like, like the last four years or something like that, some kind of crazy stat. So, Carolina's right there for that. I like Carolina. I voted. I, I, I think Carolina is the better team than Arizona. I'm not sold on Arizona. I never will. Murray's doing all right. He, he turns the ball over too. He's not, he's not going to be the MVP. I'll tell you that right now. They're going to lose some games. They were lucky. A kicker missed a kick last week on Sunday, or they would have been one and one and stuff. So, and again, you know, Carolina, they beat the Jets. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Giving up 190 right now in yards. Their defense is fantastic. Sam Darnold has finally some people around him and he's a good quarterback. Huh? Who would have thought it? 
a lot of guys would be good if they had some people around them and get off that Jets team. So I like I like Carolina a lot better than Arizona. I think Arizona. I do like the rookie out of Purdue though. They're using him great, great scheme with him. So, but I like Carolina a little better than Arizona. All right, let's good. I was just gonna say. So since we're still talking this, why don't you guys tell me when's Carolina's first loss on their schedule? I'll just do a quick rundown. They play Houston this weekend. Win. Win. Then they go to Dallas. Loss. You think they're going to lose that one? I think they actually could come out of there depending on Dallas's issues. And if they stay healthy, I could see a nail buyer there. Then they have Philly and Minnesota at home. Both probably going to be favored. Then they play the Giants on the road, Atlanta on the road. They could potentially, I mean, that's a huge but, could be 8 0. Huge. I, I, I love that, Matt. I think I, I think the Dallas one could be a little trouble. Dallas, again, big win on Sunday going out west. Good offense, defense. Could Sam put up some numbers? McCaffrey have some numbers? Absolutely. Cl- could be a close game. Man, if they steal that one, I think you're on to something. Yeah. Well, I just see them. You were, your first two games were at home against subpar teams. Got a little lax. Now you have to go on the road to Houston, which – you know, it's halfway across the country. No big deal. They'll, they'll fly out probably Friday, get there and, and have walked through Saturday. And then they're back on the flight to go back to Carolina just to turn back around to go back to Dallas. When you have back to back games like that and, and Dallas at home is a tough, you know, Dak doesn't look like he missed a, a, uh, a season. So um, I, I just think uh, that's the the game that you know that could sneak up on them you know and still if in the first four games i mean to say carolina uh started three and one i mean they'll take that every year i just wanted to one thing i saw this week they were saying about the the west coast like east coast trip and all that stuff since 2013 i can't remember what website this was on but 73 58 straight up teams flying from like a coast to coast so they said, like, more or less, that thing's done. Like, quit talking about it. 73, 53, and 5 ATS on those teams. And I believe the three teams that did that last Sunday were 3-0. and All right. There goes my uh, argument. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I wasn't trying to throw you out. I just – I thought it was a great number. I wrote it down in the notebook. I have to say it. I have to do it. <laughs> Rushed him. Oh, no, that wasn't a rip on that, but again, we said it. It's not like these guys are in coach and they're not kicking like a kid behind them. I wasn't trying to call them out there. I just had to throw the number out. It was a great lead point in there. Trust me, I'm probably going to say something here that Q's going to say, nah, I don't know about that. Great stat. No, hey, great stat. It's not so much the miles for me. It's just the back-to-back road games for me is, is where you get it. To go back home just to turn back around and have to go play a good team, that, that's just where I'm at. It's, it's got nothing to do with the mileage, in my opinion. All right, all right. let's get into some games. All right, so we're going to parlay all this Panther talk into the Thursday night game since they're playing the Texans. And we just talked about they're traveling to Houston. Uh, the over-under is 43. The spread is 8. Uh, this is – I'm not going to get too far into – you know, we've kind of already talked about the Panthers and that quick uh, – conversation with the Cardinals you know I think their defense is playing phenomenal their offense is kind of throwing some teams off the Texans you know Tyrod Taylor is is already banged up um, and he's not even playing uh, Davis Mills out of Stanford is going to get the start uh, so I, 
I don't know if they'll cover the eight. I mean, it might, might uh, only win by seven. Eight's a kind of a weird line in the NFL, in my opinion. So this is a good teaser spot for me. I'm I'm going to look more than over, um, just because I think it's a short week. Everybody still might be a little gassed. Maybe the Panthers are probably putting up. I had it up. I'm not sure. The Texans are putting up 21 a game. So for Houston to cover or for the Panthers to cover that, they'd have to win 30 to 21. That's way that flies over. Now, maybe they'll try to grind it down with the rookie at QB, but I'm going to look the over and I'm actually hoping it dips a little more. Yeah, I, I'm just going to page the teaser king on this one. I think this this game sets up for a teaser so well, it, it's ridiculous. So we just got to see who the other side should be. There's a lot of games this week that it, the teaser king is just, I'm pumped for. Yeah, defense is great for Carolina. You know, rookie quarterback, I, I just, man, take this down to two. If you're going to play it, tease it up with somebody. Take Carolina down to minus two in a teaser. All right. I, I think the next game, um, we'll, you know, we'll parlay that into the conversation as well. We'll start with the Cardinals traveling to Jacksonville over unders 52 Cardinals are laying seven and a half. Is this a trap game? And I, the only reason I say that is, you know, I personally, uh, I think Kyler Murray has been playing above his, uh, his level in the last couple games. Um, to start the season, you know, does, does the Jaguars being at home, do they just happen to just steal a win here um, with Kyler Murray, maybe just having a bad day and they're kind of overlooking the Jaguars. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's a little dicey for me. Weird line. I'm, I'm okay with this line. I'm actually probably okay playing the Cardinals as well. And I'm going to, I'm going to dig deep. I wonder if Cliff Kingsbury and his college uh, tenure ran into Urban Meyer in any way, shape, or form, and maybe wants to get back at him and bury him a little more. Let Kyler run free, keep that MV- MVP train rolling. I probably won't bet this. I- I'm going to look at it though because it's early, and I do like the Cardinals seven and a half, a bit much. You can probably buy it down to seven, maybe six and a half, take a lower number. But I think the Cardinals win, and I think they probably will cover this one. Yeah, there's not a lot of good stats from Jacksonville right now. Um, just looking at their numbers, there's no like hidden thing that they do well at all. Um, so it is interesting, like because dogs are doing really well, um, home dogs are doing really well. This it, game smells like such a trap; it's ridiculous. Like we, we just need to pull up the Admiral Akbar meme and just kind of run with it. Uh, I I just don't know. I I just it's really hard to pull the trigger on Jacksonville plus seven because. It, Arizona is playing pretty well. I mean, they, you know, they got down early in the game last week and came back and played pretty well. Um, granted, they almost left the back door open. They probably should have lost it, but still, um, they're down I think, twenty to nothing at some point, maybe twenty-seven. But um, it it sure stinks like a game where you should take Jacksonville plus seven, but I just can't do it. It's funny, Jason, because I in my notebook I have next to the Jags. Are they doing anything really well? <laughs> so. You know, I don't, I, I don't see it either. And I, again, I, I'm not sold on Arizona. I'm really not. And maybe, and Murray again, I like Murray. I just don't think too many people get caught up in video game numbers sometimes, but he turns the ball over a little bit. I mean, that's a teaser play for me. I, I wouldn't touch this without a teaser play. I would probably take Arizona down, take it down. You could right now minus seven, take it down to minus one. 
this might be a good match right here with Carolina. Get Carolina Thursday night, match it with an early game on uh, Sunday, and there you go. You got a winner. There's the. First. I'm not giving it out yet, but maybe that's what I'm going to do. So there you go. I take a teaser, Arizona down. Two tidbits. Uh, Jags are tied for fourth most penalties already, very undisciplined. And on the other side of the line is going to be Chandler Jones against a really, really weak offensive line. I don't know if the Jags can score more than 21. I, I don't see any way they actually win this game. I think you're – the more I look at the numbers, I think you're safe with the Cardinals. I, I, might, I might buy the hook and get it down to seven, but I think that's a great number. We're going to stay with the bird themes, and we're going to go – with the Falcons against the Giants. Giants laying three over under 47 and a half. I don't really have anything. You guys go ahead. Uh, I don't have anything either, Q. I don't like this. I mean, basically, these two teams got to come out and play for their they're, – they're going to play – well, you know, we got the extra game. I think 0-3 might be more in play this year. But I think if you go to 0-3 this year, you can probably lock it up. 0-2 is already hard enough to get a run going and make the playoffs. Whoever loses this game, you might as well. You're going to mail it in. You're going to look start looking draft pick. Uh, it's pretty funny. Like Giants were a huge under team last year. I think they covered. They were under almost nearly all their games. Um, looking at this game, both defenses are terrible. And um, Giants' offense was okay on Thursday night. Atlanta's offense was actually pretty good against Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay, I mean, they kept themselves in the game. The two bad pick sixes really took them out of it. Um, I'm going to play this game. I would probably go over. It's interesting. These are both 0-2 teams. So one of, you know, obviously somebody has to win. Um, probably whoever loses this game is like done, like done, done. So obviously much better situation for Atlanta because first year, but Joe Judge is going to be in some hot water if they uh, happen to drop this to the Falcons. So a trend I saw in this game, the last 11 or a lot, excuse me, last 12, the under is 11 and one. So again, not trying to call anybody out. Jason just said the over. I, I, I'm just going trends here, people, with numbers. That's all I'm trying to do here tonight. You know, Atlanta's 0-2 straight up, 0-2 ATS. They've been outscored 80-31 to 31 so far. Give me a break. And guess what? That week one when we said they were going to beat Philly, that really didn't help the situation. You know, this one's tough. This one's tough right now. I, I This – I have no clue. I mean, you would think Atlanta Giants just, I mean, watching them play Washington last week, they have games like they're, they're, it looks like they're going to lock it up and then they'll blow it somehow. False starts, not catching a deep ball into the end zone. I don't know here. I mean, personally on that trend, what would I do in this? I'd probably tease it up more points and take the under and just hope this uh, is a real ugly game. I want to do a, just a tad rebuttal for uh, Kaminsky's thing about the over. So both teams average uh, yards per play is way down in the bottom quadrant. Their third down percentage is 41 for the uh, Giants and the Falcons are at 31. So they can't even stay on the field. They have no big play threats on either side. There's no speed at receiver. I, I don't know what happened to the Atlanta guys, but nobody's going deep. Maybe Ryan doesn't have any time. I haven't watched much games. And they're already both uh, – no, no, I'm sorry. The Falcons are minus two in the turnover game already. I actually think the Giants might win this one and keep Joe Judge's life alive. Well, I think the one thing with Ryan is, too, 
hate to say it, it's kind of close, like with Big Ben, the arm strength just isn't there to get the ball down the field a little bit, to push the ball down the field. And we'll get on the Steelers because I got a lot to say about the Steelers. But <laughs> I don't know. I would, like I said, I'm going to just go, I'm going trends. If you're looking at trends right now with that, take it up a little bit. This could be, I think this could be an ugly game. I'm not sure. Tough game. I'd probably do a teaser and take the under. We're going back to the Bird family. Ravens on the road in Detroit. Ravens laying eight over under 50. This is a great teaser spot, in my opinion. I mean, I think the Ravens could cover the eight easily at the Lions. They're not doing it for me. I mean, they started off hot against Green Bay, and then they just got absolutely stomped in the second half. Um, and, to, and Joe Barry, you know, going against him, he's one of the worst defense coordinators in the league, in my opinion. And then you just get shut out in the second half. To something didn't seem right there. Um, I'm not a golf guy, but I love the Ravens as an insurance policy here. Tease them with your Panthers winner. Well, I actually secretly kind of like the Lions in my heart. Not not on any paper for this game, period. I'm actually going to start buying all of the fire Dan Campbell stock already. I think he is a horrible coach. He has no time management. Uh, I'm not sure what his OC is doing, but at the end of the first half, they decided to waste 45 seconds and, and potentially just kick a field goal. And they, they, I mean, you can't, you can't do that. You've got, if you're going to try to beat Aaron Rodgers, uh, forget it. If you're going to get, just kick field goals, your, your team is devoted talent. You have no one, number one wide receiver. He's just a rah, rah guy. I, I think it'll go over well this year, but when they go three and 13 this year, and then, four and 12 or whatever next year, he's going to be out. Uh, I'm you're perfect. Do the tease of the Ravens, get it down your money in the bank. Yeah. I wouldn't even tease the Ravens. I, I've seen a lot of that, but I don't even think you need to because Detroit's run defense is awful and the Ravens is just going to hand it off. It doesn't really matter who the running back is. They clearly look a lot better on the offensive line uh, after two weeks. I like Mac, uh, Dan Campbell. I, I understood what he was doing at the front of the first half where he was basically just trying to make sure Packers didn't get the ball back. I mean, I like the offensive structure they have. They just don't have anybody in it. Like, you had to really question why Kenny Galladay got to let the lead because you add him to that offense, it'd actually be somewhat interesting. Um, they just don't have any pieces. They're, they're just got to add the guy still. I think he's kind of got them playing a lot harder, a lot better. I mean, I've watched Lions play the Packers on primetime games and just be smoked by halftime. I think even our buddy Kenny talks about that. Um, yeah, I, I think the Ravens, they are very good about – kicking the bad teams down and they will do so this week too. Lone wolf, lone wolf here. I like it. Teaser. Take the lions up. <laughs> little spot here, my friends. Oh my little, goodness. Little spot. Let me just say for a second, little spot coming off a big win. I mean, again, this is the same team that Jason, we talked about Sunday morning Maybe we weren't awake and we were going to say they were going to get stopped, which they beat. We didn't call it well. We didn't call it well. Man, that's a letdown spot, I think. I think that, listen, the Lions played well in that first half. They played well. I think get them at home. Goff's not looking bad. I think it's a letdown spot. I think Ravens win. Teaser spot, though, I love the Lions up to about 14. And you know I like taking those teams way up in points. Now, I didn't win last week because the Falcons let me down, but I did win with the Texans against Cleveland. 
I like it. I like the lines up. I think this game, I think the Ravens win, but I don't think it's as bad as people think. I think this a letdown spot, closer game, Ravens win, close game. So it is interesting that we, well, one second, just because if you get more Ravens action, this line is going to jump probably about a point and a half to about nine, five or something like that because of all the teasers that are in it. And at that point on Sunday, if the Lions are getting that many points, I'm on the line train. I, I, I would agree with that. Well, one thing, Smitty, you, you t- uh, touched on. Uh, golf definitely is not the problem at, at all. I just, and we both said it, they're devoted talent. And my big issue with their offensive scheme is I think DeAndre Swift is your biggest talent but he had nine touches going into the fourth quarter. Nine. That's your best player. Get him out in space and get look what. They moved the ball late in the game because they just they actually got him the ball. I, I'm sure Green Bay was in more of a prevent defense, but you got to get that guy touches. Even Jamal Williams, get him touches out of the back. Now, I want to say, because when you text that the other night, I was like, I started looking up numbers, and I'm like, man, you're right on, and you were. And that's a lot. That's a listen. That's gonna when we got on the Steelers. I mean, I need like a minute and a half, and I'll go fast because I talk fast, man. But get the ball to the right people on teams. Matt said it. That that was well said. People teams need to start waking up a little bit and do that. But sneaky play, Lions. If you want a Christmas gift for me, send me a Lions shirt. All right, the Bears are traveling to Cleveland. Play the Browns. Browns land seven over under 45 and a half. This is again a great teaser spot. Browns are going to get the victory here, but I even like them at minus seven. Justin Fields is a starter. I think he's better than Andy Dalton, but to start against uh, your first start to, to be against Cleveland and their stacked defense is it's a pretty rude awakening, especially on the road. You don't even have your fan base behind you. And we all know the dog pound gets pretty loud, especially when they're good. Uh, now, the Browns kind of started lackluster against the Texans, but I think they kind of uh, fixed their issues in the second half, and, and I don't see them really uh, having a letdown spot here. So it's minus seven for me as well as the teaser. Bravo, Q. Bravo. I would have said the same exact thing. However, I actually bet the Bears before the announcement of Fields being named the starter. It's so, so as soon as I saw the line – I actually grabbed the Bears at plus seven and a half, which I'm happy with. But I don't like Fields' first game going into the dog pound against a Browns team that really needs to show up and actually show out. I think the Bears are going to try to slow it down, and they have a good enough defense. OBJ is supposedly going to come back. I I think on paper this is going to be a tease down of the points, potentially, Smitty. Look, Look the under here. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. This is an interesting game. I um, I think the Bears are a lot more dangerous with Fields at quarterback than with Dalton. Um, you know, and you know they've shown some signs of life here. They that was a watch your mouth. Things. Well, it's a, hey, hey, I'm sorry. Um, but um, seven seems like a lot, but we'll see where that ends up at the end of the week. I mean, if it gets up to like seven and a half, which I think what you got about Matt, I wouldn't be hesitant to take the Bears here. We talked about the Browns kind of injuries issues that led to them kind of really, you know, kind of playing even with Texans for probably three quarters until uh, Terod Taylor got knocked out of that game and basically ended it. Um, so I mean, we'll see if they're healthier this week. That's the trouble with picking these games on Wednesday. You don't really get to see the injury report because the guys are just kind of showing up this week to see uh, how dinged up they are. Um, yeah, if it's, if it's a dinged up Browns team, even if it's at home, the Bears the defense can keep them in it. And I just think Justin Fields as a playmaker can definitely 
uh, cover a seven and definitely a seven and a half. I jumped on this already this afternoon. I, I took, uh, I had it at seven and a half. So I did the six point teaser. I got the Browns down to minus one and a half. And I, I'm, and I'll say right now, and I'll hit on it again. I matched it up with the bills. Cause I think the bills destroy uh, Washington on Sunday. So I like it here. Um, you know, favorites are five and one last six in ATS in this series. I agree with Matt. I think it's a tough spot for, and I, I'm, I've said Andy Dalton wasn't bad, and I, and I made fun of myself on Sunday, Jason. I brought it up and said he needed a play out, and he got injured and all that stuff. And I think this is the direction the Bears are going to go. And, you know, we'll see. All you hear with Chicago fans are play him, play him, play him. Well, okay, here it comes. Let's see what happens here. Rookie, I think it's going to be a tough spot, like Matt said. I think it will be a very tough spot in that. I love the Browns in a teaser. Down to minus one. I got it at one and a half. Go Browns. So Browns pass defense right now, 31st in the NFL and DVOA, only a 4.3% sack rate. So they're really not getting the pressure that you would expect from that front four. Um, and granted, KC, you know, offense line's okay. It's not great. And in Houston, you'd expect them to actually have some success against. So not really terrorizing anybody yet. So it'll be interesting to see um, if Fields can do anything against that defense. All right, Smitty, I'm, I'm not even going to take the time to talk about this game. I'm just going to give you uh, my, my spot on this. So the Bengals are going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Steelers are laying three over under 43 and a half. So uh, take the floor. No, one thing I just want to say, and I, I hope I get them right. Is it, and the boys might know, Matt and uh, Jason, is it Tommy, is it Jaggy? Do you know who I'm talking about? He's a writer. What's his name? Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. It might be better if it's Mick Jagger. I'm going to say at Tommy Jaggy, J-A-G-G-I. I don't know. I might be butchering his name, but he threw something out. I just want to throw this out because I've been saying this and I got, I don't want to say got bashed. A couple of people wrote me real quick. 2020 in two games, Steelers, 52 carries, 250 yards, 4.8 yards per carry. 2021 Steelers. 35 carries, 114 yards, 3.2 yards per carry. Can I say again, go back and listen to the draft shows and listen to me and listen to Shane and listen to the boys. Why did we draft a running back in the first round? It wasn't the problem. It was our offensive line. It's not better. It's getting worse. I don't care who you have. The kid's good. The kid makes plays. But guess what? The kid can't do everything because nobody can block. They're not a good team. Injuries are building up. Ben is hurt already. He looks like he can't move at all. Hey, I hope I, I'm the I'm a diehard Steeler fan. I hope they win. This is the truth. And one other thing, then I'm done with this because I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, then I'll be, but this is my rant for the week. Why did we sign Derek Watt at fullback, making $2.9 million this year? They've had 100 and something snaps. He's been on, on the field four snaps. What happened to him being the fullback and blocking for the young kid? Oh, we drafted a running back. Well, you're not going to have a lead blocker? Smart. Then let's go draft a tight end. Smart. Offense line can't do anything. I'm done. The only advice I give you here 
is hopefully the Bengals. This keeps going down. Bengals have not won in Pittsburgh uh, since 2015. 4-0 ATS home team. If this keeps going down, I'm the stupidest person in the room right now. I sometimes say I'm the smartest. I'm going to take the Steelers in a teaser one more week, and I'm going to complain more next week. What? I'm done. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go on a mini rant as well. Smitty, we killed it in the draft show. I said – you need to you you got to build the O line. You got to get tougher. They 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 didn't do it. Now we have some crumb bums there on the, on the O line. I, I don't get me wrong. I like Najee Harris, but if Big Ben says I don't even know when I got hurt, it's because you got hit so often that you can't even decipher when it was you got hurt. They're ten, bad ten times. But, ten yep. times he got. And their age is starting to show. Joe Hayden's ding. Now Ben's Ben's ding. You have that bad O line. I'm not going to be shocked if Cincinnati doesn't come in here and win this game. I, they, I think they have the pieces to do it. I actually think their hour was up. I said on our draft show or NFL pro, way, way back, I will not be shocked if the Steelers finish dead last in this division and do not even get close to stiffen the playoffs. And I like where that's going right now. I may have a bet on there that I just never told anybody because I didn't want to make them mad. <laughs> Now from the house of overreactions, God, guys, seriously, two <laughs> games, two games, two games. It has all the good. I, I don't disagree, but, um, you know, they're, they're young offensive linemen. This is not a situation with the Castro and Pouncey where you got guys at the end of the rope. These guys are going to get better. Um, and it seems like there's some confusion, too, how they want to attack blocking. Um, uh, you saw in the Pittsburgh media talking about whether zone blocking, which I know Canada favors versus um, man blocking. Um, which seems to be what the line handles better. So I think they can get that sorted out. I think, you know, uh, Las Vegas was a pretty good setup where they had some decent defensive ends. The guys were dinged up and actually ended up playing and played pretty well. Um, they kind of just, you know, their offensive identity is a little muddled right now. It looks a little too much like last year still. And I think that's more they're trying to protect the line because they don't trust uh, Ben to hold the ball. But, you know, uh, sack rate's not horrible at this point. That's probably because you have a veteran quarterback getting rid of the ball and they are calling them such short routes. But, um, I'm not ready to bury them yet. I think they can make adjustments. I do will say this. You have $11 million sitting in the salary cap. Do something with it. There's definitely offensive linemen out there that you can get to kind of patch up things and uh, make it a better unit. To the game, before Smitty goes, goes off and makes a point here, I love the under here. Uh, both, both defenses are playing really well at this point of the year. Both offenses are kind of struggling. Um, it, it's just going to be uh, you got a division game. These opponents know each other really well. Uh, if you're going to bet somebody, obviously the Bengals have been bet down to three, so I don't think there's any value there. I like the under. The line is shrinking, so get it now. But uh, definitely under 43 and a half right now. Bad bet. I want to do one one contrarian. So you said the defense is playing well. They are fifth in pass, uh, fifth worst in the pass game. They're they've given up 583 yards already. That's, that's yards. Uh, uh, well, hold on. They're fifteenth in DVOA. They're second at DVOA against a run. So that, that's a value over average that factors in your opponents. They're, it's, they're not bad. I mean, the they Bengals didn't play well. Their pressure rates aren't there. The Bengals are not going to try to run the ball. And, in fact, they should go four wides and just let Burrow sling it around to those three young stud wide receivers. I, I, I'm, I, here, here's where I'm going with it. I'm going to look at a player prop here for either Burrow to go over passing yards or if you can get the receivers at good numbers for receiving yards. 
I'm not saying the Steelers aren't a better team. I think they're just struggling. And also I'm going to make the Mike Tomlin effect come into a play here. This is definitely another game that he can choke away. Just the, you know, you talk about slinging it all over the yard. The Bengals are dead last in sacks allowed and pressure sack rate. So Burroughs holding on to the ball way too long. The game plan will be much different versus Cincinnati than it was against Oakland and uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, they decided to drop guys off because Allen's very good against the Blitz. Same thing with Carr. Burrow has not shown an ability against the Blitz. So I, I do think that they will bring a lot of pressure to protect that secondary. So Smitty, please. No, I, I, I like the Jason play with the under. I, I That's a good teaser spot, too. I think take the points up and take the under, too, if you don't want to just take. I want to see the line drop a little bit more and jump on the Steelers. I'm going to do it to myself one more time. I'm a sick person. <laughs> I want to punish myself on Sunday and be miserable the rest of the day because that's what I do. And I want people from my hometown and Pittsburgh people writing me and saying I'm stupid, and that's great. I love it. But one thing I know, Christmas gift for Jason, I'm going to get a T-shirt that says I love bubble screens because that's all they do <laughs> everyone else bubble screen. so tommy jaggy is a writer for still city underground that's who smitty was referring to tommy come on the show if you hear it all right hey find his twitter handle we'll tag him but i do on. like him i'd love to have him on i think i wrote him one time all right moving on tennessee titans host the indianapolis colts tennessee minus five and a half over under 48 i think we're starting to see uh tennessee kind of get into form offensively uh i, I don't know if I'm going to have a play on this, but if, if I had to lean on it real quick, I, I probably would lean uh, the minus five and a half uh, with the Titans, the Colts, their quarterbacks. I'm not a fan of Wentz. Uh, I think he's too injury prone. Uh, he seems like he's already banged up a little bit. The defense is a little leaky. Uh, I just like the Titans. I don't think Derrick Henry is going to be stopped. I mean, he's starting to roll. Wentz is, Wentz is uh, definitely banged up. His two ankles are as bad as my two knees. Can't trust them. <laughs> I, I actually do have a play on this, but it's a crazy play. I actually like the over. I, I think the Titans are going to pound these guys. I think they're going to drop 30 again. And I think the Colts will just get some garbage play down at the end. I see like a 30 to 21 game. I'm going to look the over. The over right now is 48. Um, that's something I'm going to look at. But I don't like the line. Even the Vegas uh, Neatniks say anything that is around five, they don't know what to do with the line. So I'm not touching it. The Titans, I think, hung 48 last year against the Colts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, Matt. You said, I mean, like you mentioned, a five is usually like an indecisive line, but this one's actually moved. It opened, I think, in the offseason. It was plus one. It was Tennessee getting one, and now they're laying five and a half. So that's almost a full touchdown move. Uh, yeah, without Wentz, uh, the backup quarterback for the Colts is Jacob Beeson, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so that's the problem. Um, that's the only reason I don't like the under. I don't think the Colts are going to hold their weight. Uh and score well, the point. So it's going to be all on Tennessee. It's good. But I'm saying, but that, they could do it though. I mean, that's yeah. the one thing. Um, so they're going to have to carry the load. If, if you like the over, that's really the scariest thing there. Yeah. They did look like Tennessee kind of figured it out in the second half against Seattle. I don't know how good Seattle's defense is these days, but um, they're definitely a play here. It, this seems more like a teaser game too, where you, you just take it down to like a pick them uh, and go, because I, I really don't know how good Tennessee's defense is. I just don't know. Colts have too many variables. Like everyone's always hurt. They they never practice together. Wentz somehow finds a way to sprain two ankles on one play, which is pretty phenomenal. <laughs> um, he looked awful anyway. Like you saw, like the Colts should have won that game last week. That's one of the games I lost on. How many uh, points did they give away in the red zone on just bad bad decisions? Um, so it's if they had a decent backup quarterback, I would love the Colts in this spot because I think everything else is working around them. I think Wentz is kind of the issue. 
but I don't trust Jacob Eason. He's never played. He's going to have to play a heck of a game to outscore the Titans. So it's a pass for me. I missed everything. I just got to see what's going on there in Indy. Yeah, I, I, this would be this would be a teaser play. I'd take Tennessee down. I mean, I, I you know, Jason, we talked about Seattle being at home, and I, you know, I had them with the Steelers, so I'm glad in a way the Steelers didn't win because I'd have been really mad at Seattle in that teaser place. So, um, you know, I and I said on the Sunday show, get back to what you know and what you're good at. Give the ball to Derrick Henry. Just I don't care. Give the ball to Derrick Henry a lot. This is a tough spot. Minus I, I had it at five and a half in the notebook. Right now, I would I would t- I would tease it down. This would be a teaser play. I think Tennessee wins the game. Carson Wentz really banged up. The team's banged up, and I I thought the Colts were going to have a good year. I thought Carson was going to come back. And I'll tell you what, great text messages were what Jason were saying about Carson Wentz on Sunday. I'm going to keep it hush at what he said, but man, funny stuff what he said about Carson Wentz on text messages. But take Tennessee. Give the ball to Derrick Henry because it helps one of my fantasy teams, and I need all the help I can get. All right, this one I, I do have a play, and I'm actually going to take the over in it. So the Chargers and Chiefs over under 54.5, Chiefs laying 6.5. I like to tease up the Chargers to 12.5. The Chiefs are one of the worst teams to cover the spread in the last couple seasons mm-hmm. since they've been good. But I even like the over as well. I, I think Justin Herbert's – going to uh, have his way against the Kansas City defense. Um, I just think they have too many weapons between Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who's healthy finally. Um, I, I think they're uh, they're able to score, but obviously nobody's going to stop the Chiefs, in my opinion, unless it's Tampa Bay. Uh, so I like teasing the Chargers up. Uh, you could tease the over down and take that, or you could take the over straight up. I see points. Yeah, I like a Q. I like the over. I don't like touching the actual line, and here's why. I, well, you know what? I'm going to lie. I, you're right. Tease up uh, the Chargers. The Chiefs cannot run the ball, and that's a problem. It might be the new O-line, but I'm looking at their stats right now. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is averaging 3.3 yards a carry. Your second leading rusher is Mahomes. Your third leading rusher is Tyreek Hill. You can't even get your backup going. He averages. Now, we're on another text string as well. And people love this Daryl Williams cap. He has four carries for two yards, averages a half a half a yard a carry. Great job. You guys can in the fantasy land, you can have him. He's still a bum. Clyde Edwards and Lair may not pan out as well as I think Andy Reid had hoped. But Mahomes alone is just gonna throw this around. But I want to knock Mahomes one just one time. He threw a horrendous pick in that game. And he never got chastised by the sports beat writers, anybody. That basically may have cost them the game. If Lamar would have thrown that pick, he would have got beat up in the media about his his just lackluster throwing it around. Here we go again. I want to see some people come down on Mahomes a little bit for being so lackluster on occasion. But Q, I like your plays. I'm going to stick with you. Real quick, since November of 2020, because it's the only stat I can find, the Chiefs are 2-8 and eight against the spread. So I am going opposite. I'm almost Mr. Opposite today. Um, looking at this, I actually make this game an under. Um, both offenses kind of slow, um, hold the ball a lot. Um, Chiefs have actually, or Chargers have actually given the Chiefs a little bit of an issue. I think they're actually doing, they've held pretty well against them the last couple of seasons. Um, 82% of the actions on Kansas City right now. 
I'll take the six and a half. I'll take the under. I think both of those. I'll go against the public in this one. I think it'll be a closer game. Again, divisional game. Opponents know each other well. Chargers had every opportunity to win last week. I think they even had first and goal at the one and somehow ended up kicking a 50-yard field goal, um, which I really loved as get, taking the Chargers minus three. Um, so I just think they're going to be that team. Just you fade them when they're giving points and take them when they're getting points. Uh, and hopefully Herbert doesn't throw any red zone interceptions this week. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback what Jason just said. They're six and three last nine ATS. Um, the Chargers are against Kansas City. You know me, I love teasers. I'm taking the points up. I'm taking can't. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, Jason had a great conversation about that on Sunday. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, Kansas City, tough game, coming off a tough loss. I like teams that rebound. I love NFL teams that rebound. But this is a tough spot. You get this. I think this is a beautiful spot. I think this could be okay in both ways. Take Kansas City down. But, man, I love taking Kansas City up. With the trend, they're 6-3 and three last nine. I am taking the Chargers up in a teaser. I'm going to play it. I got to just find a match. Like the Chargers, this game is going to be competitive. It's going to be really close. All right, let's go up to New England. New England is hosting the Saints. New England laying three over under 42. I don't really have anything this game. It just didn't appeal to me, but I will say it is nice to see Mac Jones have some success and Zach Wilson just absolutely look like a bum piece of trash in New York. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Zach Wilson has us three blocking along with two bums from McKeesport here. That, that, that's that's no fair to good old Zach Wilson, but I love Mac Jones. Uh, I'm not touching this game either, Q. Which famous Jameis Winston's going to show up, the crab leg stealer or the actual guy who threw five touchdowns the other day? I think Belichick will win this. I think this is going to be an ugly game. I think this over-under at 42 is even still too high, as crazy as it sounds. Unless the Saints get Kamara the ball, they have no playmakers right now, and they seem to not get him the ball, period. I think the Patriots win. I think they cover. I'm in agreement. I actually, I like the Patriots a lot here. I agree with that. If the Saints can't run the ball, the offense is not going to work uh, in the current format. New England's really good in the front seven. The back four is really the question. Um, and it, the really, the, I kind of like the under here as well because I think New Orleans defense is actually pretty good too. And you, know, you have a rookie, and this is probably the best defense he's really faced. I mean, Miami's is good, but they kind of got exposed a little bit last week. Um, yeah, I, I like the Pat, Pats and I like the under. I think this is a low-scoring game, maybe like 2017, something like that, um, just because I think these are two really good defensive teams. Over Q's on uh, – man, Zach Wilson, I like him too. Maybe he saw ghosts, Q. Like they asked him. <laughs> they asked him if he saw ghosts. Well, he didn't play anybody at BYU, and he's not playing anybody right now. But here, real quick, Smitty, before you go – so over under was 42. I just looked back. So the first two games for the Patriots, both games totaled 31. And then if you go to the Saints, the first two, 41 and 33 total points. Yeah, yeah I have. I mean, it, it started 43 and went down to 42. Both teams are 2-0 and right now to the under. Very close. I mean, what's New England want to do? They want to run the ball. I love Mac Jones. Myself and Jason talked about it. I like Zach. Um, Zach, I think, listen, if you saw the thing on Twitter, and I think I retweeted it on our Twitter page, some little kid broke that down. 
And just, it was the greatest thing about the offensive line. If look our Twitter and just check his little, I called it like the films, like room study. It, it was fantastic. I, I agree. Matt said it, it's, it looks low. I think people are going to be scared not to touch it. I would touch it. I'd love it in a teaser. I mean, if you're a teaser player like I am, tease at more, six more points, and you get it, man, it's never going to hit 48. Now, I could be wrong next week, but we'll talk about it. But I love the teaser. Take the under in a teaser. I like New England, though. I, I put it down in one of my plays. I like New England minus three. They'll run the ball. They'll beat New the Saints. Saints aren't that good of a team. All right, let's stay up north. Buffalo Bills are hosting the Washington football team. Over-under is 45.5. The Bills are laying 7.5. I think the Bills cover the 7.5. I think the football team, I mean, Heineke is a good quarterback, but, I mean, they just absolutely decimated the secondary of the Dolphins, who have one of the better secondaries in the league. Uh, the football team has a, a somewhat decent backfield. Uh, they added a couple pieces last year, but I don't see it being a match. I mean, once Allen gets it going, he's on fire, and I think he's hot right now. I agree, Q. I'm being a football team fan. I'm scared of this one going on the road. You actually had a struggle just to eat out a win against the Giants. Their defense is not getting enough pressure on a quarterback. Allen not only will run, but he, if he sits back there with that big arm, I think their back end will get exposed. I, I, I'm probably not going to play it. I would like to see it come down to seven. If I think if you can find the Bills at a seven, get a good number on them, bet the Bills. Great teaser spot. Yeah, no, I, I have to agree. Um, I like the Buffalo here. I thought that was a really big win last week in uh, a situation where they kind of fell apart in the second half against the Steelers. They came out and just smoked Miami. And uh, the defense looks really good. Uh, Washington football team defense, you know, a little more uh, hype than uh, results at this point. It had the right kind of scheme to give Buffalo problems with getting rushed through front four and dropping to seven. That seems to be the recipe for success against the Bills. Um, but the pressure rates is not there right now. So for them to cover to seven, uh, we're going to see a big Chase Young game. Chase Young hasn't showed up yet. Freelances a lot. Hasn't Can I interrupt real quick? You know why, Smitty? Because I, I bet him to go over sacks for the season. The jinx is real. He's not going to get there. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I might need a second. Listen, I think I think the I'm going to say it politically correct. The Washington football team's uh, defense is overrated. I think keep an eye on Cole Beasley. Got little slot guys going across the middle right now are killing them. Keep an eye on his player prop. I think you'll be okay. I think it's a route. I jumped on it with Cleveland. I already put it out. I love the teaser. Take Cleveland down to one and a half. Take the Bills down to one and a half. I think it's a blowout. Heineke's a great story. Very competitive guy. I hope I hope the best for him. I like the kid. I'm pulling for the kid. Uh, I, not much of a kid. He's like 28. But I like the guy. I think when you get more on film with him, he's going to struggle a little bit. I don't think this. Football team's that good. I think Buffalo blows them out. I like the spread, but I love him in a teaser. Here's the stat of the season so far. Chase Young sacks, zero. Chase Young passes defended, one. Come on now. Jesus. Get on your horse. Quit making commercials. Start playing. They're actually like great league average and sack rate right now, so it's not quite that bad. But so again, Sweat must be doing all of it. But uh, yeah, no, they need to get more because the, the back seven is definitely not the strength of that defense and front four needs to be better. 
They, I love uh, how Jason and I, when we bash people, he comes in like he's their dad and he's trying to defend it with some stats. I love it, Jason. Good job, Jason. They have they have six <laughs> six sacks on the season, which which is okay. But when you so have five, it's okay. when but you have it's, five from two guys, that's not cutting it. It's it's not good enough with William Jackson looking as awful as he did Thursday night at corner. Um, like I said, they need to protect that secondary a little more in coverage. Uh, it needs it needs to be in the top third, and it's not there. Yet. Yeah. Hey, I'm actually gonna back William Jackson. He's their only guy with an interception too. <laughs> he did. was killing him. Yeah, hey, hey Q, I'm gonna throw something right. out, Q, real quick. I just saw it on Twitter. Local guy. And we've known some people that know the guys. Tim Settle, congratulations on the engagement. We're going to throw that out on the show. I saw that on Twitter the other day. Tim Settle just got engaged. So local guy around us, congrats. All right, let's go back out to Vegas on a business trip. The Raiders are hosting the Dolphins. Raiders laying four over under 45. I'm going to, I'm going to play the rebound like Smitty says. I'm not going to have a play, but if I lean something, it would be the Dolphins and a teaser up to plus 10. I mean, when you get smoked like that, 35 nothing, you would think it can only go up from there. And then Derek Carr is playing really good football, but at what point does he start becoming Derek Carr again and throwing interceptions against a good secondary? And I don't see him burning uh, Miami's defense for a second week in a row. Maybe it's just me being a homer, but uh, – that's what I see. And I, and I think Brissett is a decent enough backup to at least keep them within 10. Al Davis, just win, baby. They go to 3-0. and This is a no-brainer, in my opinion. If Tua doesn't go, you have Jacoby Brissett going in there, into this brand-new Vegas stadium. Your offense is already struggling. The Bills just dropped a 30-bomb on you. I think they cover with ease. I think Carr is actually going to start to gain some MVP hype. If they go to 3-0, and they could be the last team. Well, not the last team. Um, I think the Bucs are going to be that team to go undefeated. Their schedule shapes up pretty well. I think this is an easy bet going the other way, Q. I, I love the Raiders. Um, they do need to run the ball. Hopefully they can get Josh Jacobs back. Because you're right. You don't want Carr slinging it around as much as he has been. But their defense has been above average sure the Steelers helped them out a little bit I love the Raiders this week I so we know Carr is going to play for sure on Sunday yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well as of now they they said yes so that's where this gets interesting because if you if you're feeling a little frisky you probably could take the Dolphins plus four right now because this line will probably come down based on the car news um but you definitely have two out I feel better with Jacoby Brissett versus Nathan Peterman uh, if it gets to that situation and it could, but um, yeah, no, Miami's offense just needs to get going. Um, they were, I mean, they had the perfect garbage yard opportunity last week and they couldn't do anything against that bill's defense. They were just uh, crushing them. Um, Miami also another team not getting to the quarterback enough. They're like at the bottom of the league in sacks and sack rate uh, for a defense that likes to blitz. Uh, that's not really going to work. Um, I think they're just having some growing pains, still a young team. And you know, they're trying to get through it. So I would take the Raiders right now, but I really would, I would probably bet the Dolphins right now, anticipating bad news on Carr. Um, otherwise, I'd probably just stay away. Yes, last seven, it's the over in the series. Now, here's the thing with that. Both quarterbacks are a little ding. Jason made a good point there. Mariota's out. Peterman, let's say something happens to Carr here. You got Peterman. 
Now, I'm going to say something. And I'm going to piggyback it off what I just said there about Peterman. I always take the under in a teaser with the Dolphins. They dink and dunk. Two is a dink and dunk artist. That whole offense is. Defense, I like. Man, defense I didn't like last week because they got picked apart. Brissett's got a guy that's been there. I like quarterbacks that have been there. So could you do this? This is a spot because everybody loves the Raiders in this. Man, they just beat the Ravens. They just beat the Steelers. This is a no-brainer. What's going to happen here? Man, is this a sneaky play? Maybe in a teaser with the Dolphins? Maybe. What I like, tease the points up. Because this is what I'm going to say here. Let's say Carr gets dinged in this game. You got Brissett against Peterman. Peterson, I don't, I don't even know his name. I don't care. All I know is he throws a lot of pick sixes. So I just don't need him to throw a lot of pick sixes and it's running back. I would probably do a teaser with the Dolphins. I think they're going to show up. Like Q said, I don't think they're defense. These guys are pros. Are they going to get destroyed two straight weeks in a row? I don't think so. I think they're going to show up with some pride. I think they're going to play. This game's a little tighter than people think. And I'll tell you, I love taking the points up and taking an under in this. And maybe they try, if Carr plays the entire game, they try to run the ball. Even if you do not have Jacobs playing, you try to run the ball a little bit and just run the clock and get out of there with a win. I like a teaser in the under in this. All right, let's go out to Denver. Denver hosting the Jets. Denver is minus 10 over under 45. I already have this in the book. I have it a Broncos teaser. I think it's an easy teaser. I think the Broncos go 3-0. They are one of the most improved teams. Uh, obviously, they lost their uh, Jerry Judy to an injury. Uh, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out, but their defense is so stacked. I just love them here. Uh, you're right, Cuba. They also lost Bradley Chubb this week on the defensive end. Um, the yeah. Jets are the Jets are just pretty bad. They're going to go out there. What's wrong with – obviously, they're, they're going to win, but what's wrong with Chubb? I missed that. Uh, ankle. He's having surgery. I don't know if he's done for the year, but he's out for Ooh. a while. Yeah, he was, he was going to report last week, too. I think six to, six, to, six weeks, I believe. Yeah. Mm, not good. So, so, I think they have enough talent to still win. That number is a lot. This is still going to be an ugly game, but Teddy Two Gloves, he's he's playing well. That's been a really good pickup for him. They have enough talent to win here. The, uh, Zach Wilson's gonna he's going to take his lumps. He's going to take him again here on the road. Ten might be just too much. I, this is probably a stay away from me. But if I were to have to pick it, I'd probably take the Broncos covering the ten. Hey, Zach Wilson's going to be having nightmares. Von Miller coming to get him. <sighs> Yeah, he does not have a lot of help. Uh, it's, you know, 11 is a lot. It's kind of a stay away thing. And, it, and the 41 is, you know, is it going to be 31 nothing Denver? Which you easily could be. Um, you know, we I, we talked a little bit on the show Sunday. The reason why Teddy Two Gloves is the quarterback is games like this and games like last week where you just don't stub your toe and you get the wins and you keep building up uh, Ws. Um, yeah, I, it's really hard to have an argument to take the Jets here. 11 a lot. But, you know, they struggled so hard last week against New England, and you saw the tape, and Zach Wilson throwing four interceptions and got, you know, not being able to call protections right against all this. Vic Fangio is a lot trickier defense, uh, or just as tricky defense as Bill Belichick. Uh, I'd probably be tempted to even lay the 11 here and maybe the under just because I don't think the Jets are going to do much on offense. 
Yeah, this is a tough spot. I mean, 11, I wouldn't play it minus 11. I'd just watch a game. We we talked, Jason said, we talked about, I think Teddy Bridgewater is great. I mean, the guy, he's not going to lose these games. Jason said it well right there. We said it last Sunday on the show. I mean, if I do anything, I, I do you think the Jets are going to play as bad? I don't know. This is one of those games to me, if you're a teaser player, just to say, can they get through the game and make it kind of ugly and kind of boring? I think this game's a boring game. I don't know if you take it up to like 17, can they cover 17? I don't know if Denver can cover 17. I'd probably take the Jets in a teaser, but boring game. I'd probably pass if you're not a teaser player. The one thing with Denver's defense right now, they're still not getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So Wilson may have more of a pocket than he had last week. New England's actually doing a great job of getting after the passer right now. So, you know, he's maybe he's back in the mountain time zone. He feels it. I don't know. But it's real hard to make an argument for the Jets. All right. We got four more games in about 10 minutes. So we got to get a rock and roll here. So the Seahawks travel to Minnesota. Seahawks are laying one and a half over under 55 and a half. I really don't have anything on this game. I, I'll be honest. I kind of ran out of time um, today packing for a trip. So I'll let you guys take the floor here. I'll be quick. I got just two two items from this one. I actually like the Seahawks, but I'd rather play them money line, take a little lower number. And I think the Vikings go 0-3, lose this game. And I actually think Mike Zimmer is the first coach to get fired. I'm I'm skull. Take the Vikings. <laughs> take the Vikings. Take them to play the points. Take the money line. Love the Vikings here. 0-2, Kevin Hope. Probably deserve a little bit better. Seattle's probably got exactly what they've deserved so far. Uh, just looking at the stats, you know, they're not running the ball as well as they usually do right now, the Vikings. But um, I just, you know, to me, Seattle on the road, it just it's just one of those games where you go, huh? And the line's too short. It's just everything's there. I'm taking the Vikings on the money line, laying the points. That's my, my pick of the week. Have Kirk Cousins 0 and 3 against Seattle. Guess what? I don't care. I'm on with Jason. This is one of my favorite games of the week. I'm on Minnesota. I love Minnesota as a dog. I love Moneyline. I love the spread. Minnesota is one of my top plays. I'm going to lock it in probably tonight. Minnesota, listen, here's the thing they should have beat Cincinnati. If Cook doesn't fumble, they kick a field. Well, you hope they kick because the guy couldn't kick one last week either. But <laughs> here's the thing. He missed it. They should be 2-0, and and he everything looks great. Minnesota is not going to go 0-3. They're going to win this game. Let's move on. Minnesota is going to win this game. Too. So so Football Outsiders, a site I like a lot, has a new stat called Hidden Points, which is like field position, goofy stuff that's gone on during the game that you can't really account for. Minnesota right now, minus six in Hidden Points. The Seahawks are one plus one, and I think that equals out this week. So you that that West we Coast stuff's gonna come back in. This week, by the way, too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the West Coast stuff's gonna come back in. Listen, hey. the kids <laughs> gonna be the kids gonna be behind Russell Wilson in a chair, kicking them all week on the flight over. Listen, <laughs> Minnesota. Shut up, right. woulda, coulda. Let's keep rolling. We got Tampa Bay traveling out to the Rams. Tampa Bay's laying one and a half over under 55 and a half. I it's a stay away. I'm just going to watch this as a fan. I I do. I, I've said, I think the Buccaneers could go undefeated this year. I, I think they are the better team. 
Um, I think they have the better quarterback. I, I like Matt Stafford with the Rams. I think the Rams are going to have an exceptional year and win 12, 13 games, but I think they dropped this one here in a close game to the Bucs. I just think the Bucs are going to run it back. Give me – here's my upset of the week. Give me the Rams money line for this one. Um, I, think, I think the Buccaneers are going to stumble once or twice this year. I think this is the perfect opportunity. They're going to the big show out there at the new, new arena. Yeah, Brady's going to keep them in the game the entire game. They're going to be there. AB is out this week. I think the Rams, even without Henderson, are going to try to slow this down. I think this is actually an underplay, but I love the Rams to actually win this outright money line play. Full agreement. Full agreement. Finally on board with Matt on one of these games. Yeah, no, I like it too. Uh, the recipe against Brady always has been get a rush for your front four, drop seven guys, right? Stay, keep guys, make them work the field. A.B., the biggest part of the Buccaneers offense he is for him is the short intermediate stuff. You know, it's really only Gronkowski because both Godwin and Evans are kind of outside guys that like to go down the field. I think the Rams can take that away. Just need Stafford to kind of look as good as he has, not revert back to his Lions form. I, I like, you know, the public is on Tampa Bay. His Lions moved about three points. I like the Rams here as well. New place was 8-0 and last year, uh, unders with the Rams. It's 1-0 and over. Big line here. Big line. I agree with Matt. I think this one's a little, lot of points in this. I think take the under. I think this one's a little tighter. I agree with Jason too. What's what's the key that beating Brady? Hit him. You hit Brady, he's mad. He's pissed off at the world. I think the Rams have enough. I haven't winning the Super Bowl. I love this. I agree with the boys. Rams will beat Tampa on Sunday. I just want to give one quick shout out. I think this is really going to come. So Ramsey's going to neutralize one of the two wide receivers. Not sure who he's going to line up against. I actually hope they throw a wrinkle into this and I hope they put him on Gronk and they take away. play. Yeah. I think that's, I think they have to stop Gronk in this. I, I don't think Evans is, is the, the big time threat. He was anymore. Godwin can't stretch the field. Uh, it, they're going to miss a B, but this is going to be a, a check down thing for Tom. I think. And this, that's why I like the under as well, but they got to neutralize Gronk. And I think it's going to be Ramsey. And I love, I love the teaser too. I love teasing up the, the points in this game and taking an under in this as a teaser play. And I heard Matt uh, Brown, they're going to try to do a couple like rapid tests. And if he tests negative, he could maybe play doesn't look good, but maybe a slight play for him. But I agree with you. I, again, I'd play the under, but I would, man, again, a teaser if you're a teaser person, tease it up more points. I think this game's a little slower, like Matt just said. I think is, but I love the Rams. All right, let's move on. I'm the lone dog on that one, so I'll either brag or say you tip it. <laughs> All right, so Sunday night game, you got the Packers traveling to the 49ers. 49ers land three and a half. Green Bay over is 49 and a half. I love Green Bay here. Aaron Rodgers, primetime is money. I love it on a teaser. I like the three and a half if you can get it with the hook. I, I'm just not sold on the 49ers. Uh, they gave up 33 to the Lions. Uh, they, they changed it up a little bit in a 17-11 game to Philly. Uh, but I just think the Packers are one of the hardest teams to stop um, from a defensive aspect, and I don't think the 49ers have the greatest defense. I think it's an older defense. Uh, so give me the Packers plus three and a half. Give me a money line. Give me a minute teaser. I'll be I'll be quicker. I don't have a play on this. I really don't like it. Rodgers does not play out 
well out on the west coast at least at least at a uh, 49ers stadium uh, don't touch it I, I like Q's points I, I'm gonna probably actually look the over if I were to play anything but this is a no play for me I am going opposite of Q I am taking the Niners I'm gonna lay the points now uh like the run first offense against Green Bay who have really struggled with stopping the run um especially even against the Lions Defense is 26th in DVOA, 25th in DVOA and rush. Um, Niners, uh, you know, went to Philly and basically got the job done last week. Wasn't real pretty, but probably should have actually lost that game on um, stats. But uh, Green Bay has not played well in San Francisco. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has not played well in San Francisco. Um, I just, you know, I'm not sold on the Packers yet. They looked a little leaky in the first half of that game last week. Um, I just think the, the Niners cover a fairly small line. I'm going to go a couple things here. I, I kind of like Green Bay in a teaser. I'd take it up some points. I think you'll be okay. I think this game's a little closer than people think. San Francisco might win, but if you take Green Bay up to, uh, I'm looking at my notebook, nine and a half. I like that. Now, the thing is, Matt's had a good point. He said he likes the over. I kind of agree with Matt here. If you look, it jumped from 48 to 49 and a half. Prime time games right now are six and oh on the overs i like the over i'd probably play the over sorry i was looking at running stats i mean the 49ers aren't aren't uh torching on the run game i mean jimmy g's third on the list with 22 yards jermichael hasty has 41 and eli mitchell has 140 in two games uh it's only 70 yards i just don't see them really posing a threat running back wise watch out for trey sermon He's uh, Sherman, watch out for one of the wide receivers. I, I just, it's a focus of the offense. They love to get the running game going. That's why I think, and I think it's really where they've hurt Green Bay in the past. Now, granted, they don't have the backs that they've had, and God knows he's even playing back right now. So that does favors UQ. That uh, Packers yeah. definitely don't have, there's nobody scaring them in that backfield right now. No. Um, all right. Last game, Monday night, Eagles Cowboys, huge NFC matchup. It usually always is a decent game to watch. Cowboys are laying four. Over under 51 and a half. I like the Cowboys here. I, I'm, I just think, uh, like I said earlier, Dak is in, uh, looks like he never even missed a game. He looks like a Pro Bowl quarterback. I mean, they just have a lot of weapons on offense. Um, going back home to Jerry's world, uh, the Eagles played a nasty game last week. Micah Parsons is probably going to be spying uh, Jalen Hurts because he's one of the faster uh, linebackers in the league, in my opinion. Uh, and I think they can neutralize Hurts. So I like the Cowboys minus four. This is my favorite bet of the weekend. Uh, I'm sad I actually have to wait until Monday. I love the over here. Um, both defenses banged up. The Eagles just lost Brandon Graham. They lost Brandon Brooks on their O-line. The Cowboys are without Demarcus Lawrence and a few other bodies. That, uh, they still don't have Lael Collins. We could see a defensive touchdown in this game, a pick six, a fumble reco recovery for a TD. Love the over. I think Hertz is going to get on it this week after a bad showing last week. And I love that I have a ticket on Dak Prescott to win MVP. I think they're just going to keep slinging it. They seem to have found something with Pollard and Zeke now basically in a timeshare, which is really interesting, but going to work out, I think. As much as I despise, and I mean despise the Dallas Cowboys, I think you're safe laying the four and look the over. Yeah, I'm not sold on the Eagles now after last week just because um, that was a game they really should have won. The defense does look good, um, but, I mean, 
you're you're facing some better weapons here with Dallas. Dallas in the uh, Charger game, I'm not really sure how that ended up in under because it seemed like they were going up and down the field all like with all kind of I guess the penalties and everything else really uh, kept the scoring down. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the right play. Is the, I think the, the Eagle defense will really get their secondary tested. They've kind of patchworked a, a decent secondary together, but with the multiple targets that Dallas has, he kind of seemed to have that side of the ball figured out. Micah Parsons' defensive end actually looks pretty interesting at this point. And like you said, I, he will definitely be the spy on uh, Hurd. Uh, I, yeah, I like the Cowboys. I love what Matt said. I might videotape this and just put it in headphones and go to bed with that. Cause I mean, I think that was perfect. What he said, I think this game's high scoring. I think Dallas, man, they have weapons. I love what they're doing. Now I have Zeke in a fantasy team, so it's hurting a little bit, but man, I love Tony Pollard. I like the combo they're doing right now. I love the double tight ends. I said on Sunday, Weapon CC Lamb is one of the most, I think, second in the league with targets right now. Cooper, I think, is number three. I love this. Philly, I love teams that come off a dud. Philly laid a dud. I said it. I thought they were going to maybe cover it in a teaser. They didn't. I think they'll score some points. I think Dallas will score points because we've seen Dallas score points. High scoring game. What I would do in this in a teaser, I take Philly up. I think this game's closer than people think. I think it's a tight game, but a high scoring game. I like what Matt said. All right. That is all the games for the NFL week three slate. If you guys don't have anything, we'll wrap it up. I got one, one more quick tidbit. Uh, Amari Cooper. So if you like player props, I'm a huge player prop fan. Uh, Cooper's dinged up. He might not be able to go. He's got some ribs, I believe. Look, look at what Smitty said. Look at CD lamb to go over his reception total. If you like player props. Yeah. Let me just throw this out. So right now I saw this on a site and again, I wish I would, cause I don't, I'm not trying to steal anything from anybody that puts out hard work here, but uh, Waller, the tight end lamb, Cooper, Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, Cooper cup, and Cooks are the most targets right now in the NFL. So if you're looking at that, and again, that Steeler, that catch, man, that bubble screen, I could be throwing it all day. Deontay Johnson, keep living it up. But, man, CC Lamb is killing it right now. High-scoring game there. I agree with Matt. Q, the only thing I have to say is, everybody, get on board Saturday, man. We're going to do another early morning coffee session, myself and Jason. If you like – UConn football, if you like, you know, UMass, Maine, um, what are we know, doing? <laughs> that's what, that's what we're talking about, man. We're going to break UMass down. We're going to break down Kansas. Villanova is going to go in. I mean, if I say Villanova is going to cover against Penn state, I might have death threats by people back in Pennsylvania. I can't wait. We're going to break down college football. Check. Oh, okay. Check. Oh, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm going to wear a pin. No, I, was, I thought you might have been talking college basketball there for a while because I heard you call on you. No, 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 no. We're talking, like, are we talking football, football or basketball. Like what? <laughs> Saturday morning. Check us out, man. We're going to get the show out. Myself and Jason, we're going to do another little duet again here. A little uh, great thing. We're going to break down the games. We're going to go rapid fire. We're going to go really quick and we're going to try to get you winners early saturday morning join us we can't wait we love doing the show together so it's gonna be a lot of fun check us out all right that's all i got that's all you guys got we'll wrap it up and be sure to listen to the show follow us on twitter and bang your bookies this weekend 
Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.